one, two, three, and to the four. What is up, my friends? Today is Wednesday, January 24th, and this is season three, episode 33, and episode 133 in total of Nothing But A Fud Thing, the show brought to you by a few friends in... Brought to you, whatever. The show brought to you by a few friends in the fuck community just like yourselves, and I hope none of you guys cut that out. We can leave that there. I'm your host, Kevin. However, I'm not alone today. Joining me is John. What's up, John? Hey, what's up, Kev? Words are tough. That's why I'm an accountant. Yeah, man. I mean, my brain has turned into mush from doing so many upgrade packs during Team of the Year, but we are joined, since it is Team of the Year, mid-Team of the Year, a midweek episode during the middle of Team of the Year, we're joined by a wasteful blimp, man. Welcome back, dude. It's good to see you again. Thank you for joining us. What's good, boys? Thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, man. So we're all deep in the Team of the Year grind. I know some of us have packed blues, some of us have packed icon blues. So, Blimp, let me ask you first, man. What is the situation with your grind? What is the current state of your grind? I saw that you're doing a ton of upgrade packs, right? So what's going on, man? Yeah, I am. I had left those Winter Wildcard crafting upgrades sitting there. I did like 10 of them. And then I realized I was planning to throw coins into rares anyway. So I might as well throw coins into commons, get those done, get the objective packs, and then I can recycle the rares into premium upgrades. So... I've got like three more left to do. Like you said, it's been a grind on the menus. It's probably taken like three or four hours to do this many. Bidding on commons, spent probably over 300k. Avoided the FIFA point temptation so far, but we'll see how long I'm able to hold out on that. But it's going well. I'm excited. I'm up to almost 200 packs, but like 140 of those are just the three rare player packs. So nothing crazy, but I'm going with that sheer volume approach. Try to get a blue. Nice, man. I mean, sometimes I think the extra dice rolls really help, right? Like, you know what I mean? It gives you an extra shot of the blue. So, John, let me hear what your current state of your grind is and what you've been doing throughout the week. Oh, and did you pack anything? Oh, well, yes. Yes, I guess we'll start with that. Yes, I have packed the blue. Uh, you guys can go ahead and throw the tomatoes at me. I know you want to, but uh, yeah, it was on day two. Um, on Saturday, they re-released the attacker packs. And my first one I got was like the one Kevin posted where, I, although I did get 184 out of it and the rest were 83s. And then the second one, I'm on the couch. Um, we had my daughter's birthday party on Saturday and it was after that and they were all playing with their new toys and stuff. And I open it, I see the team of the year flares and I try not to like scream like an idiot so nobody thinks something's wrong with me. And then I see Sam Kerr pop up. So that was very cool um was not planning on like trying out sam kerr i was kind of hoping i would get sophia smith but uh yeah this sam kerr is phenomenal i think she is just the perfect center forward or secondary striker and i think even if you wanted to play her as a main striker she has the rapid uh, play style plus and that just really takes up that pace um a notch for sure i'm i'm using a hawk on her since i do play her as a as a center forward right now and a Four four one one, but yeah, really loving that card. I, I don't know if it's worth the coins, but again, I, a lot of these cards I don't feel are worth their value. But I mean, she's phenomenal. If you pack her, uh, yeah, you just she's just one of those cards where you turn and shoot, kind of kind of Eusebio esque, since she doesn't have the five star skills, but has some good play styles. Uh, her finesse shot feels like a finesse shot plus. I feel like I've shot plenty of finesse shots with her in the box on her five star weak foot and her strong foot. They kind of curl in like a finesse shot plus, so that's awesome. And then the power header she has is five six. It's not coming handy too often, and I've and I've kind of tried to force it a bit, but yeah. Other than that, she's fantastic. And then uh, yeah, no other no other luck besides that. But you know, I can just kind of relax now, and, and and it's all downhill for me. And then yeah, we did the uh, team of the year Sawa SBC, and I've got seven games on her right now. And I mean, there's there's not really much to be said about the card. Like, if you've used her base card, you know what she's all about. Like, there's just no fault on the card. Um, her physicals are low, but it has that dog in her trait, the pit bull trait, the Renato trait. Um, I, I can't really think of another nippy midfielder that's kind of historically like that. But yeah, she just does it all. Um, Relentless plus, never have to take her off. She runs all over hell on offense and defense, and you never have to worry about taking her out. Press proven plus now, so she's even that much more 
uh, deadly and build up and can take care of the ball and link up play. And then um, I've got her in, as a box to box in that formation too. And she's got seven goal contributions in seven games. And whenever a box to box midfielder has, or a CDM has a one goal contribution uh, per game ratio, I think that makes them elite. Like I, I remember Bruno Fernanch. I know Kevin, you liked his cards. I think it was two years ago as player of the month cards. And it's kind of the same vibes from that. She's just so elite. So yeah, just been kind of, uh, I did some provision packs just to kind of keep the fodder flowing into, I've been stacking up 83 by tens, 84 by fives. And I have two 83 by twenties from the weekend league objective and the winter wild card crafting objective, which like you blimp, um, did kind of the same approach and, and we got that done. So I'm excited about that. I've only been saving for a week and a half and, and have uh, almost uh, four million in uh, those fodder packs saved up. Just basically eighty-three by tens and eighty-four by fives. So pretty, pretty proud of myself for grinding that hard and uh, having that much to rip when we weren't really saving throughout the year. So yeah, off to a great start, and uh, I think it's gonna hopefully heat up even more with uh, honorable mentions in packs and then the full team in pack on Thursday, which is tomorrow now. So. Um, I don't know, Kev. How are things going for you, man? Bro, oh my god. I, I, something really bad just happened. Well, <laughs> I, I, I did something oh, no. really stupid. This is why you don't do this stuff while recording the podcast. So I, I thought I was sending an 83 times 10. I popped the inform in there and everything. It was an 83 squad at the top. And then I sent it, and I realized I actually accidentally did the 83 squad on the team of the week thing. So I sent a team of the week into the team of the week player pick. So I just basically did it for no reason because oh, I downgraded no. my 87 team of the week to an 86. So uh, that's that's that sucks. But um but one thing that we can feel a little better about is the fact that um Sawa did come. That card looks insane. Like if you've used her base card you'll know how good she is. And before I talk about my grind I'd like to mention that card because I will grind her once I open all of my packs. Um, what a card, by the way, what a card. Press Proven Plus is actually insane. I feel like that just makes her so much jammier in the midfield. Like, makes the force field around her impossible to take the ball off her. Relentless Plus means she'll be there forever on the pitch. She'll never get tired. Amazing card. She is so good if you've ever used her base card. And if you haven't, try this loan. It'll be definitely worth trying. And also, I did some research last night. I went back and watched. So she won the uh, 2011 World Cup. And I watched, actually, the, high the extended highlights from... The quarters, the semi, and the final against, um, and she cooked in all of them. She scored the goal to put them ahead um, uh, against, so she was, she assisted the goal that beat Germany, who are the hosts and favorites, um, in extra time. Then, in the next game, she scored the goal to put them ahead against Sweden, um, and they beat them to make it to the final. And then she scored in the 117th minute against the U.S. to equalize, and then the, uh, Japan did go on to win that, so... What a player. She's a baller. She was a top scorer at that 2011 World Cup from midfield. So an amazing player. So um, we're going to need to do her. She has the foot hair. Well, she has the heritage. Apparently, now I know because I did the research. She has a heritage. So we definitely want to get that card in. And as for the grind itself, it's been going pretty good until right now. It's been going pretty good. I was about to add to the pack counter, um, but we can't do that because, uh, yeah, that and we just got a team of the week instead. But the the pack total, the total value is at 28.8 million impacts. By tomorrow, I'm going to try and hit 30 million. It's sort of possible. I don't know. We'll see what happens there. But trying to hit 30 million impacts. So my grind has just been, I've been spamming the hell out of League SBCs. I put all of my coins into League SBCs. I'd like maybe like 170, 180K. We're down to about 60K right now, 65, 70K. So usually every few runs of League SBCs, you'll get some coins back. So as once my coins started to dwindle down, I got down to like 20k. I hit like a couple informs. We bounced back up to 100k. Now we're slowly coming back down again. So um, that grind is what I've been doing. I've been saving all of the small rare players packs. It's the one from the Prem slash La Liga section. And the reason I'm not keeping the end pack is because that has six more commons. It's the same pack as a small rare player pack, a prime gold pack, but plus six commons. I'm ripping those since the comments aren't going to give me a team of the year anyway. So that's been my grind, just stacking up those packs and then opening everything else, which gives me untradeable fodder to do other sorts of things like the 83 times 10s, 84 times 5s, all of that. And I've done all of those, all of the 83 times 10s and all the 84 times 5s. Those are all saved. I'm going to do them again today. And I think if you want to get a team of the year, I know it's really late to say that because they're expiring tomorrow. And by the time this episode's out, you'll have like one day to do them before Friday. But... 
I, I would suggest those are a really good place to start. The eight, the midfielders, attackers, defenders pack seem good too. John, that's where you got yours, right? So, um, oh, and I did pack one. Well, kind of. I didn't get it. I, I still know blue. So, you know, I've opened, I've opened over 150 packs of no blue. Ugh. But I did get a, a team of the year icon. I did get one. Ribbery. So I will be very grateful for that. Although no blue after 150 plus packs. So I'm going to go cry about that on Twitter, of course. But guys, I would like to hear about your plan going forward because tomorrow we get the full team in packs, but we don't actually get honorable mentions, all of that until Friday. And then uh, the 12th man as well comes on Friday. And then also I saw... Blimp, you pointed out that the the current icon team goes out of packs t uh, tomorrow, I believe, right? So you're you're suggesting that probably we'll get both teams. I saw a rumor that we're gonna get it on Sunday, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, what you're saying makes more sense to me than what the leakers are saying, and we can't trust them. But uh, let me ask you, man, what is gonna be your plan um, as far as pack rips? Because you definitely have a big save. Yeah, I hope icons they don't wait until Sunday to put them in packs, man. Because that would suck to have to wait till then. And I guess you wouldn't have to wait till then, but me personally, if that was the case, I probably would wait till then to rip like my 8310s, 8045s, 8320s, those kind of packs. Um, but whatever the case may be, on Friday, I'm definitely ripping all of these Winter Wildcards crafting packs that I've done. So it'll be like 140. And then I'll take all those rares. I've already built like 15 La Liga and prim premium upgrade packs so i'm gonna kind of split half and half between those i was gonna go all la liga but uh when i saw the liverpool honorable mentions i gotta give myself a chance at that first under trent man y'all know how much i love trent so giving him first owner in the club would be awesome so i just think i'm gonna have to send at least half of my rares into that so i can give myself a chance i think those are the two best at least for me personally just with the cards i'm interested in um what about you john what you thinking yeah, I think I'm going to rock with the Prim. Uh, I Honestly, I think Allison is one of the more reasonable ones I want to pack. Uh, you know, you got to have the most beautiful man in football protecting your goal. Um, Liverpool legend. And then uh, Rodri, honestly, uh, that card, I've played against him twice in Weekend League and Rivals. And he's just a bully, man. Like, Medium high, perfect work rates for a stay back CDM. He's got the size. He's got the play styles. I think he has the Bruiser Plus, and I forgot what other one he has. But uh, four four two, great. Um, yeah, I would love to pack that card. I've got Inform Casillas in gold, or not Inform Casillas, uh, Thunderstruck Casillas in gold. So that's a link there. Um, and yeah, I think Prem makes the most sense for me. And then you get give yourself a chance at yeah Trent. Virgil, Holland, those Trent teams may be packable. Again, uh, the Weekend League objectives refresh so we can throw our uh, shitty honorable mention cards into those red card designs and upgrade them there. I know a lot of people did that with Alex Morgan's uh, Player Moments card, and that card design is disgusting as well. I think we've mentioned that on the pod <laughs> as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think those... the Weekend League Reds are, are best for upgrading card designs rather than upgrading, you know, a card that's awesome to you or something. But, yeah, I think Prim is the route I'm going to go down. I still don't know when I'm going to rip my packs because, like you, Blimp, I do. I really want that Trent card. Um, and then give myself a chance. At maybe, maybe Trinity Rodman or Dabinia is in packs, too, from the Honorable Mentions team. I'd love to have one of those cards in my team so maybe we do wait for friday um the icons i don't know i don't know if i can wait that long to be honest and then uh especially if conte comes out um tomorrow or friday too that's gonna be an easy sbc a big one to throw your dupes into and complete pretty easily with your saved packs so yeah i think i think that's kind of what mine i'm gonna focus on prim uh, the La Liga one seems very tempting too with the women midfielders specifically, uh, Puteas and Bonmati. And then uh, NWSL and MLS, again, if like Trinity Rodman and Dabinia both make it, and then you have a chance at those women, Sophia Smith, and then the point zero 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 one percent chance at Messi too. So, yeah, I think that's my plan. Um, I don't know how much resources I'll throw into upgrade packs. Um, I'm not one of those guys that, you know, throws everything in there like like our boy Jandy did last year, but uh, maybe maybe I will. Maybe maybe the grind will get to me and I will, but yeah. 
still, still undecided, but we'll see. Uh, Kev, what's what's your game plan? Well, I was I was gonna ask you guys. So we don't have like a confirmed honorable mentions team, huh? Because I was gonna say I want like I want Rodman in there. Like that would be awesome. Then I would yeah. start because I was thinking I want to do the MLS slash NWSL packs. I give myself a chance at Messi. I give myself a chance at um, at Sophia Smith, of course. And then if we get Trinity Rodman, Dabinia, like you mentioned too, that would make it even better, right? So it's it's tough right i don't i don't really know how i'm gonna do the grind maybe there's pps or something maybe i do the pps there haven't been i don't know why there haven't been actually it's kind of weird that there isn't but maybe when the full team is out we will see those there's that 81 plus double right now which honestly is like i, I would have said it's terrible like it seemed terrible but honestly they, they've been hitting i've I, I was just kidding i haven't done 150 packs i did two before i got that ribbery so maybe i should it's, it's, no, I posted on Twitter and some guy, some people are like, I've opened, and John said it would happen. I've opened 500 packs and still nothing, and you get this. Uh, I should have, I should have just hit him with, yeah, this is my second one, right? But no, I mean, that, <laughs> but it is, it is obviously pure luck and it's a pure gamble. And so I don't know, I don't, I don't know how good those actually are. They don't look great, especially considering you have to throw rares into them too. So I probably would stay away. I think I just got insanely lucky. Like, I was the one guy that actually got something out of those. I got that lucky, I think, because they normally suck, right? So hopefully, PPs to come. Then we can throw everything into the PPs. So just make everything way easier. Life would be way easier with the PPs. We all want those. EA knows the community loves PPs. So give it to us. Give it to me. And we will be happy, of course. And also, I've added to my, to my pack count one more 83 times 10 in the bank, of course, which is actually really nice. But... Yeah, I'm just looking forward to to getting into finally opening it, man. So I heard this mentioned on the Casual Foot podcast, and I like the way that they, um, uh, I guess, like uh, described it. These cards are the ones that are at the top of the power curve for the absolute longest. No other card will be at the top of the power curve for as long as these ones are. So that'll be awesome. I'm excited to play with them finally. And John, you mentioned that Rodri. So that's actually kind of like a sleeper shot for an amazing card because I used them in draft. I actually used him at center back, and he was just kind of have a center back, and he was crazy there. I don't, I don't know what his work rates are. Maybe he's medium high, so he'd work there anyways. So if you could somehow do that, it was awesome there. But Blimp, let me ask you, man, is there like one of the team of the years that you're looking at that you realistically hope you can get your hands on? Um, and realistic is tough because I've only ever packed one team of the year, and so like realistic. Is probably nothing, <laughs> but if there was one that I would say is realistic, it's probably that Ona. And you told me how to pronounce her name last time I was on here. Batier, Ona Batier, right even... back from Barcelona. Yeah, don't don't, don't use my my pronunciation <laughs> as the correct one. I heard someone else say it and it was kind of close to that, but I, I don't know. So we'll see. Yeah, she. I think she's got four four. She's got ninety plus pace. I think she also has ninety plus dribbling and defending. Maybe I'm way off, but I was looking at her card. She looks really nice, and um, I'm using that Fire Gavi with the five-star skills, and he's been absolutely incredible. I talk about these gameplay compensators, like these players that even in muddy gameplay, they can still feel somewhat decent, and he's definitely been that for me. This week in League, he was pretty crucial in my midfield, so a perfect link there would be nice. She would slot right in, so I would have to go with her from a realistic perspective, and then unrealistic would be Pateas. Because five five, and that might be the best team of the year card, arguably that we've ever seen. She just looks absolutely ridiculous. We talked about how good her gold card still is. So, Ona Batier or Puteas for me. What about you, John? Yeah, I think realistic. Allison, I I think I, that one seems to be the most realistic for me. And then Rodri, I I don't know if his price will drop. I think he is at a little over two million now. Maybe he drops with some supply to 175, a little bit below two. I don't know. Uh, he just seems really good. And I think a lot of people are kind of sleeping on that card because he's gotten special cards in the past. Uh, he's gotten TOTS cards in the past that were like the worst in the promo. And I think people are kind of have that misconception about him. But he's got the ice card. I believe it's his ice card that's more expensive this year that looks phenomenal. And then... Uh, that this team of the year card is a goddamn menace to play against. So um, I think he would probably be high up there on my wish list. And then I don't know, uh, watching that or not really watching. I was listening while the FC Pro Live event was on to get my packs, and a lot of people were doing damage with that Holland card. So uh, that card just seems impossible to defend. He's cracked out of his mind speed wise. He's 
Butchy with his body type and his size and strength. And then he's got the five-star weak foot, a power shot cannon. The ball literally rips through the net whenever you score with them. And uh, seems a little bit more agile than his uh, previous cards. I used his 92 in form and I, I wanted to love that card so much and I couldn't um, and threw him into an SBC. And, and now this one looks a lot more usable and you, you're hearing the reviews that he's you know, a little bit more agile and usable on this iteration of the card too. So I think Holland might be my dream card and he's, he would lead my team, uh, lead my front line and probably until the end of the game. So, um, I don't know, Kev, I know, I know you run the Sophia Smith, uh, pay to win RTG. So I, I guess Sophia is probably one of yours, I'm assuming. And then maybe who else is on your wish list realistically and unrealistically? Yeah, so, okay, so, by the way, an update on Ona's pronunciation. So, Blimp, I don't know if you mm. follow Franco Javier M. He packed her, and he he's, he definitely speaks Spanish, so you can go ahead and uh, watch how he pronounces. I think he says Bati, so without the extra sound at the end, maybe. I don't know. But okay, to okay. be determined. But, oh, by the way, sorry, sort of, actually, this is IRL football, but what do you guys happen to use LiveScore? Lately, this app has been giving me this thing on the home screen. It updates, like, your scores on here when you get lineups on the home screen. I feel like that's crazy on your phone. But anyways. Oh, that's pretty cool. Off topic a little bit there. But, yeah, so, um, anyways, as for the team of the years, I want Sophia Smith. Of course, that's, like, the one that I feel like it's realistic, too. She's not that expensive. I feel like it's possible to pack her. And actually, I was looking at some of the other cards. John, I really actually want that, that Sam Kerr. If I could get her and then Millie Bright together, I feel like that would be awesome. She's not too small. She's like 5'11", I think. And she has the, I think she has Bruiser and Aerial Plus, which will help. Um, she's bigger than, uh, I, someone mentioned it in our Discord. I don't know if it was you, John, that said she's bigger than Cordoba and Cannavaro. So there yeah. you go. So that, that would actually be pretty nice. And she she strong links Sam Kerr, so that'd be awesome. And then Chelsea links as well. Strong link to, perfect link actually to uh, to Lauren James. So, you know, maybe that, that actually, I feel like she'd actually be awesome. And actually the other woman center back looks really good too. I know a lot of people were worried about it and I was too. I was saying, oh, what if they're not that great? What if they're not that great? But look at Reynard. Oh my God. So if I could get her too, that would be like, that would be perfect. Renard looks amazing. Like that card looks crazy. Like probably the best center back other than VVD in the game, maybe if she plays how she looks. I don't know if that's crazy to say, but I think that might be the case. She looks amazing. So I, I'm thinking the two women's defenders actually are the ones I want. Uh, uh, Millie Bright comes with like the caveat of if I somehow get Sam Kerr as well, I'd like to get them both in. I think that that would be really cool. And John, maybe you can do that. She's not even that expensive, is she? Yeah. I feel like she's really cheap. Let me see. Like a little under 700k last time I checked, and I, I actually played against her. In... Yeah. Oh, wow, good. I think she's in the 500s. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. cheap, man. Yeah, I played against her in playoffs, and she's she's really good. She's had some good animations. I, I found it difficult to get past her. She's got the pace. Um, I love when center backs have, like, basically maxed out physical stats, too, because then you just slap a shadow on them, which increases the pace, which you want almost the most probably the most and then defensive stats which you know she's a 97 rated center back on footbin whenever you apply the shadow on her so yeah again 510 so bigger than Cannavaro and uh, Cordoba and probably just as tall or almost as tall as she's definitely as tall as uh, David Alaba I believe he's like 511 so they're about the same size too so yeah I think she's got like close to maxed out jumping and heading accuracy so yeah, Aerial Playstyle Plus 2, if I'm not mistaken. So that's a that's a sneaky card. I know a lot of people are kind of scared to use the women at center back, but uh, I, don't, I don't think I would be if I packed Millie Bright. Now, maybe Mary Earps and goalkeeper being 5'8", that's, that's a little scary. Um, probably yeah. the only team of the year card I would be like, oh, not to pack, and that's just fodder. So, yeah, I like this team a lot and would be stoked to pack pretty much – 95% of these cards besides the the women's goalkeeper and Mary Earps. Yeah, and actually, sorry, real quick, another one that I thought was really good and cheap, Oberdorf. She actually looks really good, yeah. and she's only 614k. I, I saw a lot of people shitting on this card, but to be honest, she actually looks amazing, especially for the, for the price to have a team of the year like CDM. Like, I don't know, I feel like that's awesome. And then she's high, medium as well, the right work rates that you want. She has 93 acceleration, so she's going to be like zipping around in there, I feel like. 
And then she has all the other stats to go with it, right? Amazing defensive and physical stats. So I, I would actually love this card. Actually, she's another one that you could just slap a shadow on because her physicals are so good. If you if that's what you want in midfield, right? And actually, you know what? EA, something that would be really cool. A chem style that increases pace, but also physicals. Like, it makes you fast and then hard to... Uh, I don't or know. pace and dribbling. Yeah, I've been yeah. wanting the pace and dribbling one forever. Yeah. That's actually, yeah, dude. Yeah, so it's like an engine without the, the passing too, right? And then more pace. Yeah. That, that, yeah, that would actually be pretty cool. So, free ideas, EA. Once again, free ideas. But actually, speaking of free ideas, they didn't take ours for Trent. He's going to be in the honorable mentions team. So that that's a little annoying. But um, but th the thing is, I didn't realize what you guys were saying, or I didn't think about it anyways. You could turn him red. So I assume they're going to bring that yeah. objective back. It just ended. I was actually kind of sad. I was hoping that I could turn Sawa red. But obviously that didn't happen because like it expired, so that was kind of that's kind of annoying. But now my Mbappe is green forever. We have Ninja Turtle Mbappe for the rest of eternity. So at least that's that's kind of cool, anyways. Yeah, I know. I noticed that. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't let you do or at least uh, pick your red like a week later or something. That that was kind of shitty. Yeah, yeah really. Dude. It it actually is back, I believe. This time it's uh thirty wins over or no, I don't know what it is. I think it is back, the red Evos. So um, I'll have to go into my menus here real quick. But yeah, I think uh, definitely going to hold on to those and any honorable mention cards that I pack and want to use. That, that's what's, what it's going to be for because you don't want to get rid of Sam Kerr's team of the year card design or probably any other team of the year card designs you pack because they are, they are usually the most beautiful card design in the game. And uh yeah, again, yeah, I think I think the cosmetic upgrade is more important than the sentimental uh, player with the red card design. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for that. It oh, is man. back. Um, yeah, just so you'll know, it's back. It's called Team of the Year Champions Bonus. It's in the live tab. Win 20 and you get a red and then win 40 and you get a red. And it's over three weekends. The only thing is it's over three weekends, so Team of the Year will be done. So like all the packs won't be for team of the year. So that's that's a little weird. I guess they have that other one that's in there to give you packs for team of the year. Right now it gives you like the 83 fives and that kind of thing. But yeah, I think the reds, like you said, it's definitely more for cards that you just want to improve the design more. So I see a lot of people like, well, how long will this card be in my team? I don't really think that matters because at least in my opinion, some of the cards, like just putting it on a regular icon personally doesn't look very good to me so i wouldn't force it i would put it on like i know kev you said you hate the honorable mention design so if you pack a trent slap him red i already have informed trent red so that would be extremely passionate if i pack him and was able to make that version red as well yeah that would actually be awesome so okay so it's it's less wins then. so what does that work out to 14 14 and 12 yeah all we need yeah uh, i mean i uh, 14, i guess 13 13 yeah yeah, I'm not. I'm not putting myself through that shit again. That's. that's I'm good. I'm good. I don't think I'm playing weekend. I don't think I'm gonna play this weekend. To be honest, I might. I don't know. I was kind of thinking of playing just to like finish off the other objective from last week. But to be honest, I think I'm good, man. Like it is what it is. I kind of want to just grind packs all weekend. I don't even know if I'm gonna play. Um, I like. I mentioned to you, I I have really barely even tried Ribbery yet because I've just been so on the pack grind, right? So it's been. I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna even play. And then. I don't know. Is it just me that's like they should keep it at 14 wins? Like I feel like per weekend. Like I don't know. People were working towards this, and now people. I don't know. I don't want to be one of those guys saying now everyone can have it because I think everyone should be able to have access to things if they grind hard enough. But also they made they lowered the requirements. It's just kind of weird for the second red. I don't know. There's nothing about if the design is different though, huh? They're just gonna keep giving us the pro design every time, right? I thought I had assumed that that pro design was because the original objective came during the pro live promo didn't it so i thought it was tied to that maybe but uh we aren't getting like a team of the year as far as i know there this is called team of the years champions whatever right and there's no team of the year like badge or anything on it so might not be worth i don't know i threw my last one on jinola and i kind of regret like even doing it because i didn't care about jinola like that it's just it was expiring and i had no idea who to throw it on so i just put it on him so um yeah, that that was kind of like yeah, really pointless to be honest. But John, yours actually looked pretty cool. I I like your choice. You went with Teo, right? So that is very cool. Yeah. Well, actually, I I, I the lie detector test determined that was a lie. Ooh. <laughs> okay. 
No, because the thing is, I I was going to use it on tail. It looked beautiful. Um, but Alfonso Davies is very, I mean, I got to try that card out. He's going to get done with dupes from the pack opening. I think he's going to be first or second on my list whenever I open up packs, either him or, or Conte. Um, I am loving that winter wild card bullet as my stay back CDM though. Kind of the first time I've played him there and he's just, he's incredible there. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, well, I used my red on, uh, my winter wild card CR seven, I had to do it for the flex. Um, it still looks really good. Um, I, I've seen some Evos that uh, the Icon ones, they look okay. I know a lot of people don't like them when the Icons have the red card design. I think they look okay, but then there's a lot of them where they have either like a blue tint from even the group stage or another promo, and then the radioactive one looks kind of disgusting. And you lose the radioactive chemistry because it has... Uh, it's the red card design, and then yeah, again, there's that green and yellow kind of tint at the bottom of the dynamic. So, yeah, um, I think the people that did the Alex Morgan one—that's probably my favorite one I've seen because again, that card design is disgusting. I actually thought about using him on my Ruben Nevis card because I do like using that card a lot. So, yeah, I don't know why they made the Player Moments card design so terrible this year. Yeah. It looks it looks like shit. It used to kind of look all right, like like the Bernardo Silva one that we did during Team of the Year. I want to say FIFA twenty one. That looked nice. Like it actually looked good. So I don't I don't know. Step backwards from EA, and usually something they get right is the cards, right? That's like the one thing they do right is the design. So, um, yeah, I don't know, man. But are you guys? Will you guys be playing champs this weekend? Are you guys going to do any gameplay at all? Um, I'm curious to hear. And we could also talk a little bit more about gameplay later, Blimp, because I want to talk to you about the the Travella Gate. The, the dreaded Travella gate. <laughs> what, are, what are we going to do with that? But let me ask you guys first. Um, are, is, are you guys playing? Let me start with you, John. Are you playing at all? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to play. Um, I did probably, again, uh, E slap me if uh, I, I uh, say I'm going to go for that second red Evo this go around. But yeah, I think I think we're back to 11 and dip. Um, again, gameplay wise, I, I feel like there's been a lot of RNG happening and, and frustrating my experience so um if that if that's the same case the rng is going crazy again we'll definitely go to 11 but if if we're on a heater i guess i guess we'll go for it but uh yeah i think we're just going to do 11 and dip i like i like playing weekend league it's my favorite game mode so uh, we're going to play it how far we go yeah tbd so uh, what about you blimp yeah i'm gonna play it i've actually uh i've changed my tune a little bit on this game over the last week, I guess. Um, I don't know. Just trying to be a lot more positive on the game because I've kind of like let the game get to me a little more than I did last year, like in the last few years of FIFA. Because it's supposed to be like an escape from like the stress of like what real life can be, you know. So just playing like super casually. And this weekend, I actually really enjoyed it. I uh, I lost some RNG games, but there was like some glaring moments in those games where I could have could have closed it out i had a chance with zidane in one game specifically where it was like clear breakaway dude moved his keeper so early all i had to do was shoot far <laughs> post and i shot near post sold and then the momentum flipped and he beat me so call it rng but i ended up going 14 and 3 just playing super casually i actually use zidane at striker so i mean that card can play anywhere he is insane i've really been having a lot of fun i had zico as my free room cam and actually used the new davies i already did him actually tweeted out a review this morning so go check that out wasteful blimp on twitter i used him left wing and champs on a finisher and he was cooking man i had a ton of fun with that card and then i used him at left back a couple games um and rivals and then through qualies as well just so i could get a feel for the card before i did the review but i'm enjoying gameplay so i actually will be playing uh i need 11 wins to get the 83 5 midfielder defenders and attackers from that one objective and then i don't know it just depends i never like to say that i'm going to play past 11. i've only done it twice this year and both weekends it's just been because i was vibing so i don't want to commit to it it just depends i've been enjoying gameplay so i'd like to play to 14 again if i'm having fun that's really all it is for me it's less about the rewards and more like you said john it's my favorite game mode too i think gameplay's muddy but i think gameplay's probably better in weekend league than it is in rivals so for me it's just getting on and being able to use cards that i like using skilling around um and then i was hitting hella travellas i won't lie to you kev so we can get into that if you want to 
Yeah, yeah, why not? I mean, I'm a, I'm definitely a Travella merchant for sure, so um, I would like to talk about that for sure, because I guess the discussion comes about because we've seen a lot of people um, saying that they don't like the Travellas on on Twitter or wherever, and then also people going back to those people saying skill issue and things like that, and, you know, that's how it goes, right? That's how every argument on Twitter is. You say one thing, and then you get hit with the skill issue, right? So yeah. let, let, me, let me ask you, Blimp, um, maybe you could give us a little background on what exactly I'm talking about here and referencing, and let me hear what you think about it, man. Yeah, there's just been a lot of noise from the community. Some people saying patch Travellas, some people saying leave it. So, I mean, a lot, I score a lot of Travellas, I won't lie. I, I, I score a lot of Travellas. I like getting the angle. I like hitting Travellas. When finesse was the meta, I was hitting a lot of finesse. I just, I like skilling into opportunities for long shots. I just think it's satisfying. So that's what I do. And I don't concede many Travellas at all because I run my players out of position like an absolute maniac. So I concede a lot of cutbacks. I've probably complained on Twitter about cutbacks before. So that's my thing. But when it comes to Travellas, I just think, man, I've ran into a lot of people that are heavy AI defending recently, like heavy. And um, our buddy Alexion had talked about this on Twitter. Before the first patch, you could RB dribble around the AI defending because the AI wouldn't really like lock onto it. You could pretty much just walk past it. Well, that's been nerfed like into the ground, man. Like if somebody second man presses you with VVD, God forbid you try to dribble. It's just not going to work. And so with those AI pressures, you know, you can maybe left stick around the second man press and hit a Travella. But when somebody's chasing around with their midfielders, it's really hard to work opportunities in and around the box, I think. So if Travellas or long shots in general were to be patched, I think we would just see this game become even more of a five-back drop-back simulator, which is not something that I personally want. And again, I think it is a lot of personal preference because with my play style, I don't concede Travellas at all. I think I conceded maybe one or two in 17 games of Weekend League. So that's just how I see it. I think it's a great way to counter the drawback rats for me personally. But uh, what do y'all think? Um, I I I think I'm kind of I don't know. So okay, I I don't like them at all. Like being like this super effective way of scoring. I don't think that the like most effective way of, against scoring the uh, of scoring against the meta should be a dice roll mechanic. Like it just shouldn't be. To me, Travellas are that. It's like you you find the right angle. Like I I score a fuck ton of them. I feel like a lot of my goals come from them because I'm very heavy with the possession. I like dribbling, keeping the ball, short passes, all that kind of stuff. And because of that, you know, the opponent has a chance to park the bus, right? So a lot of my goals, I mean, if I want to be successful, a lot of my goals are going to have to come from Travellas. It's just the way it is, right? So a lot of them do. And I just don't like the fact that it feels like a dice roll mechanic. I can get into the same position and maybe like five times, let's say. Um, sometimes I'll score them five out of five times. The other times it'll be zero out of five times. It feels like pure luck whether or not it goes in. And even when I'm defending it as well, I feel like a lot of times you can defend it perfectly and it just squeezes by legs. I know because I do it myself. Someone will defend me perfectly, say fuck it and hit it. And they'll usually squeeze by their legs or sometimes will squeeze by their legs. And it feels like a dice roll anyway. So I'm saying why not just try and squeeze it by their legs. So I don't really like that aspect of it. That being said, we cannot nerf it at all. It cannot be nerfed. There's no way. Otherwise, how the, like you said, Blimp, we can never score. There just wouldn't be any goals, period. Like, So it can't be nerfed. My thinking is like, okay, so what's the root of the problem? The defensive AI is too crazy, right? Maybe offensive AI is a little too shit too, but let's start with defensive AI because I imagine that's easier to code. Maybe that is something that they could just tune down a little bit. I don't know because I don't know what the solution is. I think maybe that's it. Uh, I don't know, man. I do think that there is a little more since the patch, and I think that's part of the discussion, is since the patch, this has become a thing. Since, I think it's title update 6 is the specific one. The one that a lot of people said either fixed the game or not, right? I think that ever since then, there has been a, there have been more variety of goals. I actually think there have been a greater variety of goals since then. But I also feel like a lot of those the variety of goals that I've scored, like I'm scoring different types of goals, a lot of them happen through jam and like bounces and RNG and shit. There are a lot of weird tackles and animations and things like that. So a lot of times I will break through the middle, but it's just because a guy missed like three tackles in a row. So I, I don't really know, man. I don't know what the solution is. I, I, I'm, I don't know, Blimp. I, th I think it's tough, man. I don't like the Travellas, though. I'm going to tell you that much. I don't like them. I don't think it should be like this effective in the game because it, it is a game. Like, you know, we should have like cool, fun things in it. But like, there's got to be a better way, I feel like. But that's kind of my thinking. Uh, John, what are you saying, man? I honestly haven't had too many problems with Travellas. Like whenever I'm playing like probably one or two opponents out of my 20 weekend league games, I feel like there's a demon that can really 
utilize the Travellas, but I honestly haven't had too much a problem with them. Um, I defend pretty aggressively second man pressing and stuff like that. So maybe that's why um, I don't, I don't necessarily park the bus or don't really intend to. Um, but yeah, I, I think, I don't think you can take him out of the game because again, like if somebody's playing uh, our, our guy, uh, Nick Watanabe calls them terrorist tactics uh, playing the, the five, what is it? The five, two, three or something like that, where yeah. when you look at the heat map at the end of the game, it's basically just like a big ass, like, I don't know what you would call it, like a like a plant pot. Like it's a huge plant pot at the bottom, and then there's a couple <laughs> little leaves at the top. Is what the, is what it looks like. I don't know any other way, but it looks disgusting, and I don't understand how people can have fun playing that way. But every once in a while, they will, uh, you know, get the best out of me. Um, and if I do notice somebody playing like that, I'll I'll kind of just try and score early, and then hold on to the ball and try and draw them out. But yeah, honestly, I think I'm in line with you, Kev. They they need to nerf the defensive AI more than anything before they touch the Travellas. Um, now, the finesse shot, that one was a little bit too easy to, you know, you just hold RB and, and, and shoot. But um, I think with the Travellas, it does take a little bit more skill. You have to get into the right angle. You do a lot of the time have to hold the L trigger um, to... Uh, those travellas to pop off um so i think there is a little bit more skill in them than the finesse shot but yeah i i'm i'm in line i'm in the same line of thinking as kevin as you know the defensive ai is way too overpowered right now i feel like a lot of the times my opponent's ai is winning the ball off me and and maybe that's a skill issue on my end more than like a user is running into me jockeying into me putting in a manual tackle or a ridiculous slide tackle, I can handle that more than somebody's AI, like, you know, making a tackle on me than, than that. But yeah, um, I, I, as far as Travellas go, I, I, I think I'm just in line with thinking as you guys, I don't think it can, can or should be touched until, you know, the, the defensive AI, the center backs, the, um, whatever is, is nerfed. Um, so, yeah. yeah, because if somebody is playing that certain way, that's kind of one of the only options you can do besides playing insanely patient, and that's not really terribly fun to do either. Yeah, yeah, I just and, think, like, going on what y'all, like, kind of what we all said, like, you can't really nerf Travellas until you nerf defensive AI and drop back, because we talk about the skill gap in this game, and like I said, I've kind of changed my tune recently. I'm probably in the minority in saying that this game has like a pretty decent skill gap at this point. I think there's a lot of RNG bounces, but those can ultimately be outweighed by being better at the game than somebody. There's going to be games where it feels out of your control, like maybe one or two a weekend, but it's not to the point where like a good player would struggle to hit 11 or 14 wins, in my opinion. And part of that is because you have the option to hit a Trebella if somebody's AI defending heavy. Like if they're not going to step out and mark it then you can hit it if you're good at the game so i think what you said john is a good point too about finesses that skill gap was not very good in my opinion because anybody can hold r1 and hit circle you didn't have to have like a perfect angle or work a good spot of the field like you could just hit it from anywhere and it would go in like i can't tell you how many of those i scored with sala and i did concede way more of those than Tremellas. so i just think like especially with most of the community saying the skill gap sucks at this point nerfing the Travella and then not nerfing the defensive AI would just decrease a already small skill gap. Um, at least that's how it seems like most of the community feels. Yeah, so that's kind of the other part of like that whole conversation is what this has to do with the skill gap, right? So I'd like to hear a little more, I guess, about that real quick, Blimp, because you, you, you're saying that there's... You, you do think that the skill gap has increased or decreased, I guess, since the whole nerf on finesse shots and all of that has happened, since that like the big shift in gameplay. I think it's better. Um, I thought it sucked at the beginning. Um, R1 dribble, yeah, you could beat AI, but I thought there was more RNG at the beginning and it was more cutback heavy to me. Um, like I said, this is probably a hot take. There's probably a lot of people that disagree, but I think over the last few weeks, and it could just be my personal play style, which is why this is the case. Like I said, I defend super aggressive. I play really fast. When I lose the ball, I want to get the ball back because it's boring to play defense to me. So I'm pulling my players out all the time. So I'm not really conceding Travellas. Um, so it could just be the way that I play against the meta, but like I said, I feel like I'm very good at the game. I should be able to walk to 11 and 14 wins if I want to. 
and I have been when I want to. So I think that shows that there is a skill gap because if there wasn't, then I would be struggling with my gameplay and I'm not. So again, it, it could just be personal. I don't watch a ton of gameplay from other people um, unless it's just y'all are one of the boys on a stream. So maybe it's just like a very jaded and biased personal opinion. But from my experience the past week or so, I just think I've seen more of a skill gap than I've seen throughout the previous months of the cycle, at least. I don't know. What do you think, John? Yeah, I, I think so, too, in, in general. I think the last week and a half or two weeks, I think something maybe is just going on with maybe my connection personally, but or, or maybe I've just gotten on on really random and shitty times, but... Yeah, the game. My own personal gameplay has felt kind of heavy, and and um, lots of button delay and RNG happening. I notice the RNG gets turned up to to eleven whenever the gameplay is bad because yeah. yeah, I've just had a lot of that happening this weekend. I feel like I went eleven and seven. And I feel, I mean, it may just be me or being biased towards my own uh, skill level, but. I feel like out of the seven games I lost, five of them were kind of just like I did everything right when I defended, but the ball just bounced back to my opponent, either in midfield when I make a manual, you know, jockey into them, and the ball bounces just like in a straight line back to one of their players or, or just in the box where I've, you know, jockeyed into the person, gotten the ball, and then um, – I don't know. I wish there was some, again, I think I mentioned it before. I wish there was some sort of force field that happened when you won the ball. And then, so the person just couldn't like run right back into you or something. Um, but yeah, I think something is just happening on my end gameplay wise to cause the RNG turn up. But I do agree. Like, like you're saying, Blimp, if you're a good player um, and you, you know, feel like you should finish 11 wins comfortably push for 14 and get it most weekends. Like, I feel like that's where I'm at. I, I don't really have a problem last weekend. I think I just ran into something funky. Um, and then otherwise I feel like, yeah, there is a pretty good skill gap. I feel like I beat most opponents that I should. And, and when that is the case, I feel like there's a decent, decent skill gap right now. So um, I don't know. What, what are your thoughts, Kev? Yeah, so actually you mentioned something. You're talking about connection. We I, I don't think we mentioned this on Friday at all, actually, because I think we were still... It was, like, just after everything had dropped. Martin was sort of telling us before the show. Yeah. But the but basically the servers were so fucked that the game was completely broken last week, uh, or on Friday. Um, Blimp, I'm sure you saw this too. Yeah, so it was, it was like, really, really weird. Like, so basically the servers were so crowded. I, I, I assume this was the cause. I mean, EA tweeted about this, actually. And it was really funny. They literally said, turn it off and then turn it back on again, which was just insane. So um, basically, the, the servers are so fucked that crazy things were happening. Like, the goals were collapsing. Players were, like, not able to move. Um, the Jota, like, that was on the loading screen. Like, on your main menu, sometimes Jota's there. Sometimes Holland. Sometimes Vinny is there. He was in the middle of the screen. I was doing League SBCs. He was in the background, like, doing bicycle kicks and stuff to, from, by himself. It was crazy. So... Um, yeah, I'm sure that has had an impact on the gameplay as well. I mean, it goes to shows. Bad servers equals the game getting fucked up, right? That is like, I, I, that is proof right there. I don't know what is, right? So I do think that that's been a huge issue in the past few weeks. I don't know if more people are coming back with Team of the Year hype or what it is. And I think that itself cuts the skill gap down tremendously, right? I think when you're in yeah. bad gameplay... If you're up against some guy that's not, you know, they're not the the best player ever. They don't want to take the game by like the scruff of the neck. They're just happy to sit back, do their thing, and then hope that you mess up and then hit you on a counter and then get their goal, right? I think it really benefits those types of players. And then that drastically cuts down the skill gap for sure. I do think that since that patch that there are, I think that to play the meta is actually a, a little bit harder. Actually, I think you can't just hold RB and then hope. That you can just walk through their defense which you could before you couldn't just hit a random finesse and have it go in like before but i will say this much and maybe it is connection related i feel like the skill gap has gone down a lot i actually think it's gone down by a lot and i think i and it doesn't really make sense i can't give any like specific reason as to why i can't say oh this mechanic is harder to pull off it's harder to build up through the middle and people that are able to do that are rewarded it's not that it just feels like there's been so many more random bounces so that could be down to connection right which that's why i went with that whole thing about um, you know, connection really fucks up the skill gap. So 
I can't give any logical reason as to why, but it feels like it's just been so fucking RNG and weird lately. I haven't gotten a single... There hasn't been one single weekend league uh, that I haven't been able to hit 14 wins. So skill gap exists, right? Otherwise, that wouldn't be possible. Actually, right. I did fail to hit it once. It was the first time after it changed to 20 games, I got 13. But other than that, I've hit 14 at least every single time. So skill gap exists, but it feels like there's a lot of randomness lately, and maybe I shouldn't say that the skill gap has been destroyed or anything like that because... Again, I think it, 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 not I think, I know that connection plays a huge factor in that. And if I'm complaining about the RNG bounces, players tripping over each other, stumbling into each other and stuff like that, I should know that that comes directly from connection, right? Because I was, I was going to argue the case that the skill gap has been absolutely obliterated. But after hearing John talk about the connection, everything and thinking back to last week, I would like to say that, yeah, maybe that's part of, definitely is part of that, though. I mean, I think we can all agree that bad connection fucks up skill gap for sure. And I think it, it does help more, I don't want to say worse players, but players that are having a harder time like mastering the game, it does help them, I think. Yeah, I think that's a great point um, that both of y'all brought up with the gameplay because if you can't move properly, it does obliterate any skill gap because then the game is more AI-reliant. Like that particular game and muddy gameplay, it's more AI-reliant because the user can't have as much of an impact. So that's a really good point. Like muddy gameplay kind of just destroys the skill gap altogether and it becomes a lot more RNG. I was mainly talking more about like in clean gameplay. Yes, there's RNG bounces. Yes, the game kind of sucks. But I just feel like if I am better than somebody, they might get a couple lucky bounces. But if I'm clinical, I will beat them most of the time. And I just found it specifically this weekend. Like I was streaming my games Friday night and Sunday night. And my chat was like, man, this is crazy. You're getting robbed. And I was like, yeah, boys, like I'm getting robbed. But did you see that breakaway with Sadan that I missed? Like if I put that away, I'm up 3-1 in the 60th minute and the game's chalked. So like he scored RNG goals to beat me. But if I would have scored my chance that I cannot blame the game for at all. And people will try to in those scenarios. But like if you just look back and you really think about the decisions that you make in key areas, we have a lot more control over the skill gap than we think we do. Like we have the controller in our hands, not EA. And that's in clean gameplay, though. I think y'all bring up a really good point, because if you're playing in quicksand, it's a lot harder for a better player to show that they're better. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't get the animation you're expecting. Things and just things happen differently, right? But I do And you can't time shots in quicksand. You can't time shots. Yeah. I mean, you, you can, but you hit them red like I do all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I try to, and I hit them red. So, yeah, and then... Yeah, you, you make a good point there, though, because I think that we've said it before, though, and I, I'll say it again because you bring up a great point. When you look back, like a lot of moments, you like I'll focus on a replay and I'll be like, oh, look at this goal. Like I'll be watching it back at the end. Oh, my God, look at all these bounces. But when you really like think about it, you could look back to the start, how that that play began. You gave the way the ball away cheaply. You um, I don't know. You should have taken your chance beforehand. A lot of the times when you watch back, and I've I've streamed a ton of my gameplay, so I've had the the chance to watch back a lot of my gameplay, especially last year. And you see that, right? You see that. You say, yeah, maybe I got screwed here, but I should be up by like three goals anyways, and it wouldn't have mattered. So, um, so there uh, there's a lot of that, and that that's the reason why pros do go twenty zero if there was no skill gap, or even just the skill gap is cut down as much as like maybe even people like me suggest. Um, they would get 19 and one or 18 and two very often, right? right. So that that is for sure part. Uh, yeah, so I I think that accountability is very, very important as well, right? there there is a skill gap and that uh, there is a skill gap. So <laughs> yeah, I think that's a, a big problem in the foot community is is accountability. You know, and a lot of people, and, and it's okay. like it's okay to have a skill issue. like honestly, it, it's it's a video game. Not everybody has time to you know, sweat and play and get better. Not everybody can afford coaching. Not everybody can, you know, do this or that. And that is perfectly fine. It's a video game. You're not a pro. If Probably if you're listening to this, you're not a pro. And it, it's just not that deep. Like, we should be playing this to enjoy it. And if you're not, then you should find something else that you enjoy. And um, I know other, you know, some playing sessions that you play in may be more frustrating than others, but I feel like a good... 90, 9 out of 10, 8 out of 10 times I log on and play this game, I have a good time because I just, you know, I accept the flaws that are in the game. You know, like like Blimp was saying, there's RNG, you know, in good gameplay and bad gameplay. Just kind of got to learn to laugh at it. And then, again, be accountable. You know, know your skill level. You know, if, if somebody's just better than you, you know, hold your hands up. You know, if somebody's just as good as you and you lose a 50-50 game, 
And I was like, damn, that's tough. You know, you just, you just gotta kind of gotta have the right mindset. And I feel like that's uh, lacking a lot in the community. And I think if a lot more people had that mindset and uh, were more realistic with their own ability, um, I think everybody would probably have a, a much more enjoyable experience. So, yeah, I, th- I think it's a little bit of both. You can get bad gameplay, like we're saying, but I think the majority of it is is accountability. And if you, and if you take accountability and, and know where you're at and accept where you're at and you don't have any will or desire or time to get better, you know, you just got to accept it. So. Exactly. I think that's key, that last point that you just made, John, because there are a lot of us, like me personally, I don't care to get any better at this point. Yeah. Like, I don't play this game really, like, sweating to win anymore. I used to a lot. But if you're somebody who genuinely wants to improve, it's extremely important to look back at your gameplay. If you think the game messed you up or it's the game's fault, just look back and see what you could have done better before you go and rant about it on Twitter. You know, because there, I guarantee you, like, you'll see, I actually saved a clip, and I don't know if I mentioned this on last week's pod, Kev, or not, but there was a game where it was tied, the guy was really good, and I subbed on Dalgleish, I've kind of been hating Dalgleish lately, it feels like he got nerfed, I don't know whether that happens or not, different different conversation, but I work a perfect chance, high percentage, I cut it back to Dalgleish, one-on-one with the keeper, and he sells, and it just, like, I ended up losing, and I saved the clip, and I prepared to go and rage tweet it. And so, but of, of course, before I, I tweet the clip, I watch the clip and I see that I had 20 yards of space when I received the ball with Dalgleish. I could have taken a touch and dribbled the ball into the net. And instead I took a first time shot. So it's just like that little moment. I was like, dang, that is a skill issue. I did not tweet it. And I just like reflected like, oh, that wasn't the game's fault. If I score that, I win. So there are just a lot of moments like that, right? So if you want to improve, I promise you can. I promise the game is not out to get you. You can get better whether you think the game sucks or not. But like you said, John, just try to have fun with it. Understand where you're at with the game. Oh, no, the, the game is definitely out to get you. I would, I would, <laughs> I would disagree with that. But, <laughs> no, but for, but for real, you're right, though, right? I mean, that, that is very true. And also, I think one thing that people do is um, they compare themselves to others as well, right? They see people on Twitter flexing their whatever finishes that they get and all that. And that's great for them. That is great. And, um, you know, that, you know, pat yourself on the back. You deserve it, right, for grinding the game. But I would say that it does not help to compare yourself to others, right? Like, if I'm going to go out and start playing basketball tomorrow and, like, I'm going to compare myself to, like, these guys that are, like, semi-pro or something, they're, like, really close. Like, because we see how well some of our friends do at this game. They're really close to pro-level finishes, right? If I'm going to compare myself to the South Bay Lakers, which is the G League team uh, for the Lakers, like, come on, dude. Like, what are we doing there? They're going to smoke me, right? Like, so that's stupid, right? Like, I, that just doesn't make any sense, right? So, I, you know, it, it also doesn't really matter, I guess is what I'm saying. It's not that deep. We're playing for fun. Like, if I'm trying to play basketball at my local park or something, it's just not that deep, right? Like, I shouldn't be comparing myself to these guys. Or at least I shouldn't, you know, compare myself to them and then get down about it and stuff, right? I think the reality of it is... It's not that deep. We all play at our own levels. Whatever you accomplish is great for you because it's a game. We're here to have fun. And honestly, I've said this before, the most successful player is not a pro. The most successful player in this game is not is not, um, is not not Stokes. Foot was Stokes. He's not. The most successful player is a guy having a lot of fun. And it's, it's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, it's true. I think uh, it's funny because I tweeted... I was like complaining about my pack look because my pack look sucks and whatever on like Friday. And then my guy Tyler on Twitter hit me with a saying that my dad used to say. And that saying is comparison is the thief of joy. And that just <laughs> hit me, dude, because like it's team of the yeah. year. Like you said, like it, it contributes to gameplay as well. But people are packing blues all over the place. Who cares, man? Just be happy for them. Like both of y'all have packed stuff. I'm super happy for y'all. I hope those cards are sick. Maybe I'll pack something. Maybe I won't. But if you just focus on your own experience a little bit more. Like you said, Kevin, the real winner is whoever's having the most fun at this game. So a little bit of some wholesome content for y'all. And shout out my guy Tyler on Twitter for hitting me with that quote. I like that. Although I, I would say I was starting to hate everybody until I packed my ribbery. So <laughs> I, I need to take a page out of your book, man. Oh, my <laughs> no, God. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough, right? You go on Twitter and you see all these polls, right? So I don't know, guys. I might have to get out of here soon. Uh, Liverpool's on. Anything you want to go over? Huh? Liverpool's about to be on. Exactly, that too. Uh, yeah. Semi-final, yeah. We can go over how much of a hero Darwin Nunes is, man. Let oh, Darwin More goals and assists than Martinelli and Jesus combined, and yet they still hate on him. 
crazy about to cook tonight yeah it will yeah. <laughs> yeah i just think like the points we touched on just vibe with the game man if you want to get better yeah. then get better and get results if you want to have fun have fun nine wins 14 wins it doesn't matter man just do your thing try to enjoy it and hopefully we all pack blues yeah exactly i like it yeah yeah, like you're saying, there are avenues to get better at. Um, if you're curious about that, you know, let us know. We'll get you in touch with our guy, Martin, you know, our guy, Alexian. There's plenty of people out there that are willing to help you. So, yeah, I wanted to say that. And, uh, Blimp, thank you for joining again uh, two weeks in a row. Uh, it's It's been amazing. You're an incredible guest with lots of knowledge, insight, and I know a lot of people out there listening love you too, so I uh, appreciate you joining, and hopefully we can make this thing a little bit more recurring. Great, so. Yeah, dude, I absolutely just, love it. Yeah, and then let people know where they can find you and all that stuff too. Yeah, Twitter and Twitch at WastefulBlimp. Um, been doing a little bit more trading. Flipped some cards yesterday, so if you have trading questions, shoot me a DM, and I'll try to be a little more active in the Discord as well. I just My Twitter's been going so crazy lately, I never really get on Discord, but I love getting in there and chilling with y'all's community and chilling with the homies. So it's been a lot of fun. I appreciate y'all having me on. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Um, Kev, where can the people find you at? And then uh, tell us maybe your, I know you're going to stream your pack opening. So maybe tell us what your, uh, what your plan is with all that. Yes. Actually, before all of that, sorry, I probably should have said this before when you asked if there's anything else to say, but we did get a question last time for Blimp. So maybe you could, Take this real quick. This is from JPL27, which is our boy Jay Lydon. Um, we know him from Twitch. Actually, I just realized his name isn't Jay Linden. He corrected me for the first time. And he's, uh, <laughs> anyways, that, that's a whole thing. Yeah, I've been saying Jay Linden the whole time, but he's asking, when is the best time? This is a question for Blimp. Um, I was wanting to ask um, whether to, I was planning on buying a team of the year or two. Is it best to buy as soon as they come out when they're all in packs or after the promo? I imagine they'll increase in price a bit after a promo being out of packs, but will also be very expensive as soon as they drop. Is there a sweet spot somewhere in there? Yeah, uh, my guy Jay. Yeah, he's always hanging out in my Twitch chat. I appreciate him a lot. Jay, I love you. And yeah, I think I think they could hit a low on Saturday or Sunday, man. That's typically been the trend with most of the promos. Um, and one of y'all mentioned earlier, the power curve. Like these cards are the power curve. These cur These cards are the bar. They are the standard. And so typically we see really big rises on them once they go out of packs. I don't see why that would change this year. There's a lot more supply, but they are still the most in-demand cards on the market. So I think keep an eye on them um, Saturday, Sunday. And I think we could see it. We're going to see a steady rise at some point. It's just about timing them. Um, tough to give an exact answer right now at this moment. But like I said, feel free to shoot me a DM. And if I had to guess, I would say Saturday or Sunday. Nice. All right. Well, I well, I I would invest, but we're going broke building these packs. So you can find me <laughs> at MKFUT. I will be on Twitch tomorrow at content drop time. I don't think I'm gonna be on on Friday, which means I'll also probably miss the episode. I might be on Friday night actually, but then after that, we're on twenty four seven for the rest of the team. And they were opening all these packs, recycling, and everything. But tomorrow on at content drop, we'll be going crazy with this. So lots of packs to be open. I, I just hope I can get through them all in time. So Kevin K F U T. Dude, yeah, I will be there no matter what. So yeah, you can find me on X and in Discord, probably not Twitch anytime soon. Uh, FC underscore bridges. And you can find our podcast X page at your foot podcast and on our X page and in our link and in our bio, we have a link tree. And in that link tree, we have a link to the best Discord in the world to discuss football ultimate team, FC24 um, ultimate team. So, if you, would, you know, you like us and you and you and you like our vibe, uh, come in there and uh, hang out with us. It's it's such a great place to meet lots of like-minded people that share this silly obsession, hobby, whatever you want to call it. So, I would encourage you to do that. And then again, if your platform allows it, Leave us a rating, leave us a comment. Um, you know, the rest, five stars, you know, we, we hype you up. One star, you're a punchline, and you're a dweeb. So, um, again, <laughs> Blimp, yeah, exactly. Blimp, thank you for joining, and um, it's good to see you, man. Good hanging Appreciate out. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. It's been fun. So, when this silly game gets you down and frustrated, you've opened up 10 preview packs in a row, you haven't gotten a toddy 
team of the year player, you know, keep grinding, keep grinding those 81 doubles. Uh, you're going to get one eventually. And if you don't, you know, I know, I know everyone's supposed to pack one two days within the promo, but you know, not everybody does. Um, you know, if, if you still haven't packed one at the end of next week, we do welcome you uh, to leave us a comment on X, maybe in the discord, um, cry with us next Friday and um, tell us how you know dog shit EA is. Um, maybe fire some shots off at random people. You know, you never know what's going to happen in those team of the year uh, review episodes. So you know, get ready, get out the tissues because we're going to be crying and, and doing lots of other things. So, um, and at the end of the day, if you don't pack a blue, it, it doesn't matter again because it ain't nothing but a foot thing, baby. Take care. Mm-hmm.